ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. before, if you want to find a lot of demons, go to church. There you can be sure you'll find a bunch. They're roosting all over God's people. They're binding them down. They're choking them off. And somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. There's a sad scripture that says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war. All out war. A war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains. Attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. All right. Welcome to the Omega Man Radio Network. I'm your host, Shannon Davis. This is a live program. It is Monday once again, August 30th. We're starting a little bit late tonight. You know, our normal time block is 8 p.m. But uh, better late than never. Been working on some preparation this week for some new facets of ministry. And I entitled this program originally, A Call to War. We're not going to take it lying down. It's on now. And that's my message to the host of hell. For those of you who watched the, uh, the, the movie schedules, there was a program that was released this past Friday night from Hollywood called The Last Exorcism. Now, I hope you didn't go to see it. I certainly didn't, but I heard the trailer. And, folks, it was blasphemous. It was a taunting by the host of hell to the deliverance ministers. And, uh, basically, the storyline was a man of God had went out and been doing deliverance over the years, was called in on a particular hard case, and this would be the last battle he would fight, and this one he would lose to Satan and his armies. And it was an open mockery of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and the authority that Christ has given all of us to tread on serpents and scorpions and cast out these demons. Now, you know, that was the first sign that would follow them that believed, Jesus said. They will cast out demons in my name, they shall speak in new tongues, and they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And if the church you're going to or the church that you're supporting 
is only teaching one facet of the ministry, it's an unbalanced ministry. You should preach the gospel, you should cast out demons, you should lay hands on the sick, and you should speak in new tongues and have the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit operating in your church. Then and only then do you have a full balanced gospel message, and you've got a ministry which is moving out in the full calling of Jesus Christ. So, you know, this particular movie angered me. And I said, how dare the host of hell taunt the deliverance ministries out there and tell us that uh, their demons are greater than the, the uh, saving power of Jesus Christ who came to set the captives free, as it says over in Isaiah 61. So this is my declaration of war. I will not take it laying down. This is going to be a D-Day invasion, folks, for the last days. We are going into enemy territory. God called us to do that in Numbers 33, 50, and 57. He says, go into the land, chase out the inhabitants, drive them out utterly, and if you don't, it will be a thorn in your side, a prick in your eye, and what I meant to do to them, I will do unto you. That's a stern warning from Yahweh, creator of the universe. If you sit idly by and you don't pick up your sword and go out there and take the kingdom by force. It says the kingdom is taken by force. It's talking about the kingdom of Satan. You must go out there and help deliver your brethren and sisters. To whom much is given, much is required. And when you have the knowledge of the saving grace and delivering power of the blood of Jesus Christ, and you know the fact that you have been given this authority to do it, and you don't do it, folks, the blood's on your hands. You must sound the alarm. You must get out there and set the captives free. You must lay hands on the sick, cast out the demons, heal the sick, raise the dead. We've been called to do all of these things, not sit on the church pew, throw a couple dollars into the offering plate to make up for the sin that we're going out and doing the rest of the week. We are called to go out there, hand out gospel tracts, preach on the street corners, go door to door if necessary, preach the gospel. And then as the need arises, cast out the devils. Do miracle healings. We've been called to do all these things, not to sit on our butts. Excuse my French. These are the last days, folks, and the host of hell are not sitting idle. They don't sleep. Okay, they've already raised the stakes. They've openly challenged the people of God. Now, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to allow the enemy to scorn our Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, who's seated at the right hand of the Father, until the Father makes his enemies his footstool. Jesus didn't come to bring peace, but he came to bring a sword. And that's the message of Omega Man Radio. We're bringing a sword, and we don't have a popular message. You would not believe the attacks that have been unleashed against this ministry, even in the past 72 hours. You slay a sacred cow, watch the the games begin. It's like stirring up a hornet's nest, folks. These people are angry. The demons in them are angry. Let me get it straight here. They don't like being challenged because they've, they've been unimpeded for decades, maybe even centuries, because no one has spoke the truth. The very few that are out there doing it, nobody supports. And it's a, it's a living miracle 
that uh, the lights are on in some of these deliverance ministries. They're so small, yet that's where people run when they need deliverance. Then they go back to their, their churches that are preaching a candy cotton gospel. They're following another Jesus, folks. It's not the Jesus of the Bible in many cases. And it's sad. And I'm not saying all churches are like that. But I'm saying if you don't see the ministry of Jesus as I just described it being preached, then you need to go find another church. You need to think twice about who you support. Because you are sowing seed into these apostate ministries. And the, the harvest that you're going to reap is not going to be what you're looking for. We'll be held accountable for for what God has given us and what we do with our time and our talents. Okay, so use it wisely. Use your time wisely. Invest some time in learning about spiritual warfare because it can save you in these last days. Because the hosts of hell have come out on the on the battlefield of war just like Goliath did. And he's standing there with an open challenge. Come on out here and let's see who God, God is greater. Well, I'm accepting the challenge. Will you stand with me? There's others that are standing. Dr. Pat Holliday, Pastor Mike Deerer, Pastor John Gogan, Pastor uh, Xavier, Patricia Xavier, and others. Pastor Dennis Williams, praise God for you. And uh, they're preaching the truth. But, folks, it's not a lot of people. Not many. Pastor Steve Bell, praise God for your brother out in Texas. Pastor Charlie Holtzhauser. Sounds like a lot of names. It's not, folks. It's maybe 10. For 600 million folks in this country. You've got some places that got six to 800 churches, and you won't find deliverance anywhere. What's wrong with that picture, folks? They don't even feed the poor in Wichita, Kansas as Pastor Dan Caitlin testified to. What's wrong with that picture? So, you know, choose this day whom you're going to serve. As for me and the Omega Man Radio Network, I think it's clear. We're going to serve Jesus Christ, and we're not going to apologize. I slayed some uh, sacred cows the other night. People call me a headhunter. Now, if you go back and look at the bulk of the shows we've done, I think this makes 5455. We don't go out there and just uh, single people out for attack, folks. We don't do that. But I have been called and given a sword, and I've been told to go into the land and drive out the inhabitants, the demonized evil spirit, the, the, the spirits from the demonized people, the believers, and to open their eyes to the fact that we all need deliverance. And Jesus came to set those captives free in the church. He can do it for me. He can do it for you. Greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. And we're more than conquerors through Christ, the Word says. And I'm not going to shirk my responsibility. And if in the process of doing so I run across a, a snake in the pulpit, what am I to do? Am I supposed to let it stay there? Some of these have been entrenched, folks, for 20 and 25, 30 years on TV. It should not be. And then they get up and beg for money. Send me a million dollars. I won't be able to pay my airtime, folks. Don't send the money in. Maybe they'll dry up and blow away. That would be a good thing. Because they're not preaching the truth of God. And they're not preparing the saints to go through the most horrible, horrific time in the history of mankind. What is coming, folks? Hollywood has not even been able to come close. Not even when the movie 2012. 
to give us a glimpse into what we're going to go through. Many are going to faint. And the Lord is preparing me and many others out there so that we will not faint. What's that tell you? It tells you that it's going to be so horrific that uh, many people are just going to have heart attacks and fall away. They're not, they're not going to be able to make it. But uh, God is building an end-time army. And maybe it'll get down to the Gideon 300. I don't know. But uh, whoever is faithful, there's a mighty reward waiting. So what are you going to do? You're going to make your life count? Or are you going to go back to doing your own thing, as Win Worley said? So uh, that's the uh, the mission here. And if I see a snake, the head's got to come off. Suffer a witch not to live. And there's male and female witches, folks, behind the pulpit. Again, I'm not a headhunter, but what am I supposed to do? People want to accuse me of being in compromise. Compromise would be I'm not going to say anything for fearing that I'm going to offend someone. Look, folks, every time I turn around, there's someone offended by something or some guest that's come on this program. You know, I can't please all folks, so I'm not going to even try. I have to answer to God, and I have to give an accounting for every word that I say, just as you do. Every idle word that you say is being recorded right now. And what you're doing. It's going to be played back on a big screen, folks, your whole life. What are you going to do with your life? Are we going to uh, sit on the sidelines and cower and shirk our duty because uh, it may offend somebody, the truth may offend them? Folks, eternity is at stake for many of these people who are being led down the primrose path to hell because there's people that will not speak up. And say what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing, brother, sister, is not scriptural. God hasn't called us to be millionaires. Nothing wrong in God prospers you, folks. Okay, I've seen it in my own life from time to time, but it was for a purpose. And uh, bless God if God has blessed you financially, then do something with it. Go out there and feed the poor and the widows and the orphans. Help Israel, and you have a lot greater reward than you will trying to put it in the bank and drive. You know, a few percentage points. As we mentioned in uh, last night's program, three ways to prosper in hard times that we brought out. So, that being said, I just wanted to tell you that uh, I may lose all my friends. I lost several this week. I've had people call me heretics. They've uh, taken me off their Facebook accounts. They told me they're going to pray for me, that God will open my eyes. And uh, I say, I pray for you, folks, that God will drop the scales off of your eyes. There have been people that have cursed me. I've had astral projection attacks this week. I've had uh, lightning strikes from the prince and the power of the air to try to knock the program off. I've had people tell me to go back to Costa Rica or go on vacation. They're so angry. I'm sorry, folks, if the truth hurts. I've had people make calls, even in the last 24 hours, telling lies to folks to discredit me. And you know what? Praise God. God had already taken care of it before I found out about it. And God revealed it. And my word out to you people out there operating in your flesh who would like to come against this ministry and don't like the fact that we're going after the demons with every ounce of blood we've got. If they kill me, it's a quicker way to glory. But I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to preach the unadulterated truth. And I'm going to stand on 
what Jesus Christ told me to do and what he's told you to do. All throughout the scripture, go out and cast out demons. So that's what we're going to do. And so uh, for every devil out there that has come against this ministry, for every Satanist, every witch, every warlock that has come to rob, steal, kill, or try to destroy me in this broadcast, I command these devils to go back to where they came from right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I know that you can save all these Satanists, these witches, these warlocks, and some of these demonized individuals. And so right now, I bind all the devils that are motivating them, and I cage them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I ask you, God, to have mercy onto them and to save them. We apply the blood of Jesus to these cages. You foul spirits will not operate again. You are out of commission right now. I take authority over you in the name of Jesus Christ. All the evil that was meant for me by the witches, the warlocks, and the Satanists, let it go back to where it came from in Jesus' name. Folks, I know how to do spiritual warfare. And I would advise any Satanist, witch, or warlock listening to this broadcast to think twice about messing with this ministry. Because anything that you have uttered against this will come back on your head sevenfold. I have angelic protection. I have a legion of warrior angels encamped about me right now for my protection. And I know how to protect myself through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I will not hesitate to do so. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I shall repay. Folks, and that's above and beyond what I just said. It's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. So that's my warning to the witches out there, the warlocks, the Satanists, which have been astral projecting and trying to take this ministry down. Folks, I'll tell you a true story, and then I'm going to bring my guest, my guest on. Dr. Pat Holliday is back tonight. I ordered um, some warfare material, some stuff that's probably been lost for decades. We located it. I ordered it from a ministry. The ministry shipped it to me, like Hamilton Bible Camp. We found some of the uh, prayers against witchcraft by Dr. Marcus Haggard, a great man of God, a, a good friend of Wynn Worley. They preached together a lot. We found them. They weren't even in the catalog, but we located them. They put it in there. I ordered them. They shipped it out two weeks ago. It arrives over here. The mail courier would not put it in my box. They ship it back undeliverable. I said, whoa, what happened? I said, well, let me go out and make sure I've got good labels in my box. I had to reship it. I got word today that it went back again, came here and went back. Folks, that's an attack of the enemy. That's the way, the way things work. I believe I had a demonized mail carrier. They went up there. The devil said, do not put it in his box. Folks, there is something in this manual that is going to deal a death blow to the enemy. And I would uh, recommend you go over and get it. It's called War Against Witchcraft by Dr. Marcus Haggard at LakeHamiltonBibleCamp.com. I can't wait to get my hands on it. It's coming. And so just give you an, an example of what happens. You know, Satan let uh, the prince of Persia slow down uh, the prayers of Daniel. Came against Gabriel, I think, for three weeks. God had to send Michael to go on there and push through. Attacks are real. Delays are real. And so you just got to keep on pushing through. And remember that greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. Grasp on to the reality of that. 
and we're not going to lose. We may go through some hard times, but you just got to learn how to bind and loose. That's the keys of the kingdom that Jesus Christ gave us. So with that, uh, that's my uh, story this week. That's where I'm, I'm at right now. I'm not going to back down. The threats can keep coming in. I can have people uh, say they're going to throw me under the bus. They write cartoons about me. You see that out there on some of the websites. And I want to address that issue very quickly. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, probably because the people who uh, were responsible for this are not listening anyway, so I'm not going to poison you. But um, I was involved with a ministry, and I was asked to put together a website called Mass Deliverance. And it was a website that was to have an archive of audio samplings from many deliverance ministries. And it was a good effort. But I'll be honest with you. We went about it the wrong way and did not secure all the permissions that we needed okay, to put up some of the audio material. So what I decided to do was pull the plug on it until such time as we could secure permission to get it all up. And in the meantime, I turned the website back over to the other ministry, uh, the other radio ministry, and um, they've had control of it for over four months. They would not launch it, but decided instead to throw me into the bus, and they circulated, well, you know, Omega is responsible for uh, single-handedly taking down mass deliverance, and you know he's trying to stop people from getting deliverance. Folks, that's a lie from the pits of hell. I will just tell you straight up that we did not go about the right way. You don't take people's audio material without asking for permission, okay? And we just thought, well, people need to get the deliverance material. We were wrong, and I had to ask the Lord to forgive me. The right way you do it is you call a ministry and you say, look, there's people that need this material. Could we have your permission to put it up? And nine out of ten times, they're going to let you do it, folks. You just got to ask for permission. Well, me and another party, Rich Keltner of Watchman Radio, did not go about it the right way. So uh, I had to back out of it, turn the website back over, and I've been thrown under the bus. I've been made out to be um, called every name under the book, and they, people make cartoons about me, okay? I'm not going to spend any more time on this other than to say, folks, um, there's a right and wrong way to do that, and I'm not going to advance the the ministry of Jesus Christ, using the devil's methods, okay? You get permission before you do things. Now, there's several people who have asked me um, to donate any material I have, and folks, if it's in the public domain, and I've got it, I would share it with you, but a lot of this stuff belongs to ministries, and I'll tell you, like I found out, the right way to do it is get permission of the ministry first, and if you'll get permission, most of them will let you put material up there and just put a link back to them, and then people can learn. And so there's a right and wrong way to do that. I don't know how many more times I can say that, and we did it the wrong way. So uh, that's the true story of that. We're not trying to stop anybody from getting delivered to material. In fact, I'm going to build a web a web page, um, and several others are doing it. They've already contacted me. The more the merrier. I think this is a, a great effort out here to get material out there. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get a sampling of some stuff, and I, I recommend people check out Pastor Michael Thierer's archive at uh, wrwpublications.com. By the way, the website's up now, and you can order all of Wynn Worley's material. They've got booklets for $3. Come on. Folks, you, you, you spend more than that on a cheeseburger. They've got CDs and DVDs for 6 to $8. And this is worth its weight in gold. If you could, can't afford it, you could probably write them. They'd send you a free copy. But come on, folks. Um, Bless the, the deliverance ministry so they can keep the doors open. Bless Dr. Pat Holliday of Miracle Internet Church. 80 e-books. She's got uh, the witch doctor and the man. They sit in the sea. 
get a hold of that book. It's up on Amazon. Brother Steve Bell, Key Ministries. Charlie Holtzhauser. Brother John Gogan with the Galpy Fellowship. Order the book called A Christian's Bill of Rights, Deliverance, by Patricia Xavier of New Wine Ministries. And on and on I can go. There's uh, some real deliverance ministries out there, and they need your support, so get behind them. And if you would like to uh, feature some other material on their websites, get a hold of them and ask their permissions. And I'm sure they'll work with you. So that's all I want to say on that. Again, that's the true story behind that. I'm not going to spend any more time on it. But I wanted to clear the air on that and just let you know because uh, I haven't had a chance to defend myself. And, you know, this is just getting ridiculous. You know, some of the accusations that have fallen around there. And, uh, you know, that's all I'm going to say on the matter. How about that? <laughs> okay, at that, you never know what you're going to get on the Mega Man Radio. This is a live show. Tonight is August 30th. And uh, Dr. Pat's waiting for me. You probably say, what happened? I'm going to uh, get her on the line now. So I want you to stand by a moment. Uh, it's time to refresh your coffee if you have not done so. And uh, we're going to get Dr. Pat Holliday on. By the way, I'm drinking uh, freeze-dried Colombian coffee tonight. I didn't have a chance to brew it fresh. I've got some half and half in here and a couple of brown sugars. How about you? Okay, at that, uh, stand by, and uh, we will be right back. Hello. Dr. Pat, I have you I'm, on live oh, on the air. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for not giving up on me. I uh, I made a mistake of um, going to make one announcement. Next thing you know, I was preaching a sermon. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> I finally got it, and I just sent an email out about two minutes ago. Okay, you're live so on the air tonight. Will. And yeah. uh, folks, if you're tuning in, we've got Dr. Pat Holliday back on. It's always my pleasure to have Pastor Holiday on from MiracleInternetChurch.com and PatHoliday.com. And uh, Dr. Pat, how's your week been going? Oh, my week's been going wonderful, just absolutely wonderful. We we uh, had a, a a lady from the Philippines come in, and uh, she got some excellent, excellent ministry. And uh, you know, it's so real. When you see someone that has grown up into witchcraft and uh, they are so terrorized and demonized and tormented and uh, you see the Lord just absolutely clean them and uh, you see their faces come alive with hope and power and with the anointing of God and, and, and you see them so grateful you know, it's worth everything that you go through. And as a deliverance minister, I heard a little bit of your talk tonight. And, you know, God can't bless uh, gossip and slander and uh, side building. You know, that my ministry's better than yours and uh, all of that stuff that uh, was going on uh they need to repent. People need to humbly come before the Lord and understand that He's got a He's got a, a harvest for you, but He has a harvest for them. And Amen. as long as they keep their spirit right, He can use them. But whenever they begin to make judgments like that, instead of uh, just putting things before the throne of God 
and just saying, God, you know my heart. I've tried. I made mistakes. Um, Omega Man's made mistakes. Would you please just smooth out things so that we can do the work of the gospel? Yes. Uh, because those things that you were talking about is um, things I've seen over the years, and I call it flesh. And uh, flesh rises up, and it wants to it wants to have its way. And uh, you know, if they would just put those things under the blood of Jesus, and you forgive them, and them forgive you, then God can work it all out. He really can. Amen. Amen. Uh, but uh, attack and division and uh, slander and gossip is of the devil. And well, Dr. Pat, we... it is. And I think mm-hmm. what happens is a lot of people say, well, you know, um, I don't like the competition or, you know, just pride rises up, you know. And I... Well, you know something, brother? There's a billion, uh, how many, nine billion people in the world? And there's just enough in the harvest out there for you to work your field, and there's plenty of harvest out there for them. And uh, what the way God works is he'll bring some people to you that they could never reach and vice versa. Absolutely. So you just have to humbly just say, God, I'm sorry that things didn't work out. We we forgive each other, and let's just pick up and go on. And and God will bless those ministers. Uh, but to, this kind of stuff is just not of God, and and uh, I know that your heart is right with God, and you just say, God, I forgive them. Uh, you know my heart, and just go on and let them do whatever they want to do. But um, you just forgive them and pick up the the word and say, I'm going to do what God's called me to do. Now I can tell you, um, you know, Omega Man, that. Over the many years that I've been in the ministry, I've seen many splits, and I've seen many people rise up and slander me and tell me everything that I am not. And uh, the Lord told me one time, he said, you know, if you spend your time and if you just try to defend yourself, there's uh, you'd be doing that 24 hours a day. So I got to the point that I just turned them over to God, and I just did whatever he called me to do. And people that know you will will pray for you and uh, love you and support you. And those people whose spirits are not right anyway, they'll fall away. So from this day forward, I would just advise you just to, you've said what you've said, and uh, you've forgiven them, and just go on. And let God deal with them, and um, you just go on and do the work that he's called you to do, and he'll build your ministry. But throughout your ministry, things like that's always going to happen. It always has. Uh, In my case, it did with Jesus' case. It did with the um, disciples, you know. The people split off from their ministries, and Paul had to stand up and say, look, you know, Alexander's, Alexander and Hymenus was with uh, my ministry, but they're no longer serving the Lord. Now, when people get into error and doctrinal things that are not right, you know, uh, it's okay to expose them. You should expose them. But in these particular type cases, just let the Lord handle it. 
he'll deal with them. And he'll deal with you, too. You know, he has to over it, the years. The sword cuts both ways, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And see, the thing is, is your flesh gets real hurt because you know what's in your heart. You know, you know how you feel about the situation and that your intentions were good, that you didn't intend to hurt anybody, and uh, uh, that when you tried to explain it, even if they didn't understand what you were trying to say, God knows your heart. And so you just give your ministry to him and just say, God, this is your ministry. I'm doing this to gain souls for the kingdom of God. And that's what we're in this for. And if they don't understand you, maybe later on they will. Maybe they never will. But the truth is that here's the way the Lord explained it to me many years ago. Some people rose up against me and... I went in my room, and I was just weeping and crying, and the Lord let me gripe and weep and cry for a while, and then all of a sudden, He spoke to me, and it was one of the most important things that I think He's ever said, and He said to me, He said, you know, Pat, as long as this hurts you, He said, I cannot move you up to the next level. Oh, and and what he was saying, as long as your flesh, as long as you let your flesh hurt, I can't move you up to the next level of the Spirit. And instantly, when I got the message supernaturally and understood it supernaturally, <coughs> I said, Lord, I'll never let anybody hurt me again. I'll let them, I'll put them in your hands because I want to move up to the next level. Yes. I'll just let my flesh die. And that's what the message was, let your flesh die. Because it hurts you when good friends, you know, uh, mark you off and knock you off their Facebook and uh, do little temper tantrums towards you. It really does hurt you. But God wants to use you. And what he wants to use in this last hour of the church, he wants to awaken the church. He wants to awaken them to the full gospel. And he really wants to open their eyes to pure understanding of the reality of his power to us who believe. And there's so many Christians out there that are being battered and they're being pushed around from this ministry to that ministry looking for the truth. But, you know, Jesus is the truth. And his power is the truth. So once we understand that he has enough power for all of the ministries that he's called, and we just accept that he's using us, he's using you and me for this moment, Yes, And the people that are listening to us, he will minister to those people for this moment. And we need to just say, God, use us and help us to understand what you're saying through us and help the people that are listening to us because we know that your power is superior to all of them. And, you know, somebody told me just, just recently that uh, a witch wrote them and said, you know, witchcraft powers are superior than the devil's. I can tell you that they're not. 
Uh, I have fought world powers over my ministerial life, and the Lord taught me to do spiritual warfare when I was a little baby Christian. Yes. I had been in uh, the um, ministry of um, of debating uh, the uh, women libbers in my area, and uh, the Lord uh, showed me one time when he sent me to a world meeting and uh, all of those people on that side were educated women, doctors, lawyers, uh, business women, and the ones on our side were just little housewives. And at that time, that's what I was. And we were just concerned about our families and our daughters going into the military to the front lines. And so uh, the Lord uh, woke me up in the middle of the night, and he said, in the morning, he said, I want you to go over, and and I want you to pray spiritual warfare prayers with those little Baptist women in the room next to you. And I said, okay. So I got up early, and I went over, and I said, we need to do some spiritual warfare prayers before we go to the meeting. And I didn't know what we were facing. The Lord, that's all he said to me. So he had me to take authority over the witches and their powers over that meeting. That's all he had me to pray for. So uh, we go into the meeting, and most of the uh, people that were on our side had gotten up and gone to uh, church that morning. And there were a few savvy women on our side that kept up with things. And uh, so um, as we came into the meeting, uh, the uh, women on our side that were savvy, they told us, they said, take an armband from, from the women that you see with the black armbands and said, um, put it on. So we would go up and tell all of our women, get an armband, a black armband, and put it on. And we didn't know what was going on. Uh, so we all had our black armbands on, and we go in, we see all these black armbands on everybody. And so uh, what it was was that uh, on the, on their side, uh, the only people that were going to be able to get up to the mic or the women with the black armbands on. Because they they had made a plan the night before that if they didn't have black armbands, that were the people on our side, you see. Oh. And so um, we go walking in, and uh, so the very first one is one of the leaders on our side, and she has a black armband on, and she called for a quorum. Well, the bylaws of that meeting was that everybody, there had to be a quorum of people representative in that meeting in order for them to do any business. And uh, so, of course, all the Christian ladies had left the meeting, and a quorum meant that they had to count the people in the meeting. So they counted the people. They did not have a quorum because the Christians were gone. 
And so those women lawyers and doctors and educated women sat up there, and they kept talking back and forth to each other. They couldn't figure out what to do because the most important thing that was going to be done in that meeting was they were going to elect the people uh, from Florida to go over to Texas to represent the state of Florida to jam through uh, the uh, agenda that they had passed. And so they couldn't figure it out. They got up and they went out of the meeting. They came back about one fifteen, and they announced the delegates that had passed to go to Texas, but they couldn't do any business because of the fact they didn't have a quorum. So the state delegates from Florida went to Texas, and they couldn't pass an agenda from Florida by those women. Now, that's the power of God. Yes. You see, the power of God is that he confused those educated women, and he showed our side what to do so that their agenda couldn't get through. And that was powerful witches and uh, witches in that meeting. And so uh, the Lord showed me through my debating during those days, I would go in and debate the people. And all I had to do is to call some Christians and say, look, i got to go and debate the women uh, livers. Would you pray for me? And I would go, and the Lord would show me what to study, what to say, before I would go into the meetings. And I was just beating the tar out of those women. And I was just a little housewife at that time. And uh, we, I, I won every debate. I even, went in a, I even went in a synagogue one time and wow. did spiritual warfare before we went in the synagogue. And, you know, God loved the Jewish people, but... A lot of times they're liberal, you know, and those women liberals got up there and they stated what they were for, and then I got up there and told them what the Lord told me to tell them. And but before we went in there, we bound uh, we bound the powers over those women's minds so that they could understand what I was saying, and yes. we released over their minds so that they could understand what they were saying, and they got up. And they said, we're not for that. That's not. We don't believe that. See, it's witchcraft powers operating. And so yes. any rich that thinks that their power is greater than mine uh, through the name of Jesus, i got news for them. I'll beat every one of them. A lot of them in 35 years have challenged me. Wow. And I've never lost a battle. Praise if God. I'll tell you anything. Amen. Amen. So you've got a message. We've got a message. And the devil's a liar. And all we have to do is, as the hidden army, get a hold to the mind of God, and God will give us the message every time, and we'll always win. Amen. And, you know, uh, Dr. Pat, there is plenty of room out there for anybody who wants to to pick up the sword, get into the battle. Uh, You know, we're just... One show among hundreds of thousands, literally blog talk radio, I think it has 60,000 on there if I counted it. I mean, you know, folks, there's plenty of room to do what God has called you to do. My Rolodex is open. If, you know, Rick Wiles uh, threw me a bone and helped me uh, get started with blog talk radio, I, I appreciate Rick Wiles if you're listening out there. I know, Dr. Pat, you've been on the show man. several times. 
and uh, five people have come to me and told me that they've been inspired from this show to do their own blog talk radio, and I say praise God. I, I believe I share in a little bit of the seed there, and you know, if someone wants a contact I've got, call me up. I'll give you my, my Rolodex. Uh, if there's something I've learned how to do and you need help, praise God, I'll share it with you. That's what it's about. It's about networking. Well, you see, also, uh, every soul that you bring into the kingdom and every soul that they bring into the kingdom, Amen. both of you uh, get a reward in heaven for those souls. It's, praise it's, God. See, it's when the uh, disciples... We're in the in the boat. Remember that, and Jesus came and sat by the uh, river, and he said, uh, "Brothers, have you called anything today?" Yes. And and they said, "Not a thing." He said, "Cast your net into the other side of the boat," and and when they cast the net into the other side of the boat, the whole group of them couldn't hardly bring the harvest in. And so it's because they had all of them had to go to the other side of the boat to draw the fish in. And they were all working together to draw the fish in in unity and in the fact that they all had a little strength, but together they all had enough strength to bring the harvest in. And so over the years, Christians have uh, battered back and forth like that uh, throughout my Christian walk. But we have to see together we can get the harvest. Amen. And and if you make me angry or if I misunderstand you, just pick up the phone and call. Or if somebody writes you and they say, you know, that Pat Holliday, that woman's demonic, this and that and the other, Say, well, let's just get on the radio together, and I'll call her and let you tell her on the radio. Amen. I'm not afraid to meet any of them. It says go one to another directly and you know take it yeah. up. And, uh, yeah. I had uh, somebody one time uh, wrote um, uh, an email or something on the Internet, and they said uh, Pat Holiday's husband and her – came to a meeting that I was at one night, and all they did was sit over there and try to look for demons. Well, you see, people in Jacksonville know that my husband didn't get saved until about a month before he died. And I used to go to the few meetings that I go to by myself or with somebody from our ministry, and I, my husband never showed up at meetings with me. Uh, I remember one night Wiley Thompson said to me, uh, Pat, where's your husband? I've never seen him. I said, well, brother, my husband's not saved, so he won't come with me. So, I, you know, I come out by myself. So I just wrote a nice little email back to that person. I said, I'm sorry uh, to uh, mess up your little life, but my husband never went to meetings with me. Because he didn't get saved until he about a month before he died, and everybody in town knows that you're lying about that. And so, you see, the thing is, is uh, Jesus is our defender, yes. and we know that when you speak the truth, the devils are going to rise up just like they did Jesus, and they said, "Hey, look, guys, Jesus." He cast out demons by Beelzebub. Don't listen to him. 
Well, see, Jesus knew that there was a group of people that knew him by the Spirit, and they were standing with him. And what he said was, he said, listen, uh, brethren, he said, I'm going to talk to you in a parable. He said, in case those, talking about those that came against him and accused his power of the Holy Ghost of being of the devil, he said, I'm going to talk to you in a parable in case they here understand and get saved. It just about blew my mind when I read that scripture because, uh, see, we we practically get on our knees sometimes and beg people to get saved. But God knows the people that belong to him, right? Oh, that's true. And so those people were not his, uh, they were not believers. They were not called. He knew that. So he talked in God talk, and they couldn't understand what he was saying. Think about that. Oh, boy. A lot of times you're talking, people are listening, and if they don't belong to God, they can't even understand what you're saying. Well, that doesn't they say unless the the Holy Spirit uh, draws someone, they can't come to God. Am I correct? That's exactly what that scripture saying. And there's another scripture uh, over uh, in, uh, I think it's in John, and it says, um, I think it's John 14, no one comes to the Father unless they are drawn by the Spirit of God. Yes. And once you understand that, you just preach the gospel you preach the message, God draws who he wants to to hear it, and he saves who he has drawn, and those that reject and rise up against you are the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And whatever they say against you, if they don't come back and repent, they don't belong to God anyway. Yes. And so you just put them in the hands of God. And always remember, and I have to... Uh, remind myself of this all the time, that um, Noah, he preached for 120 years. And when the rains came, only eight people got saved. And what about Lot? That would be considered successful by today's standards. (laughs) Well, it wouldn't, but it's success to God because he got his family And he got the ones that God called. And when you look at the scriptures of Lot, Lot was a leader in the town. He sat at the gates with the leaders. He knew what they were doing. He knew they were sinful. He knew that they were homosexuals. And whenever uh, the angels came, he he took them into their house, and they were going to tear the house down to get to the new men in town. Yes. And he said, look, I'll give you my daughters. They weren't interested in his daughters. They were interested in those men. And so when the angel said, now it's time to leave, and they walked out of the city, the only ones that he saved after sitting at the gates in a seat of power were the members of his family, and he even lost his wife. And so you know that God's got a harvest for you. You just speak what he tells you to speak, and uh, you love the ones he brings you. The ones that rise up against you, you just say, Lada, you know, God, you saw that. I'm just going to go on and preach the word of God. Amen. And and you'll be successful. You and God are a success. Amen. That's, that, you That's have a to do that. That's the maturity right there, isn't it? 
Yeah. You would go and, and you make know what it does? Folks. It saves you yes. a lot of heartaches. It saves you a lot of distress. I know what you were going through because I've been through it. It your spirit feels like it was all beat up, torn apart. People you loved, people that you reached out to hurt you. The people that you want to help reject you. But you have to say, God, you know, I just fellowship in the power of your presence. I love those people, and I hope that they come back. But if they don't, I'm just going to go on. And that's what I've done for 35 years. Amen. And uh, shouts out to Melody V. I went out and bought a bottle of B-Complex to replace those vitamins lost during stress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Amen. Amen. And they and they do an omega omega oil. The three nine uh six and nine. Yes. Um uh, there's some woman I she goes on um Stan Monteith's show a lot, and I don't remember her name, but she handles people that are out on psychotropic drugs. If somebody, if people email him, I'm sure he'll tell you who she is. But um, uh, those people, those um, people that get on psychotropic drugs, one of the things that she does is she puts them immediately on heavy doses of uh, of uh, three, six, and nine, and she says that it that it has. Uh, uh, a calming effect on people's minds, and all it is is vitamin and fish oil. And yes. so she said certain nationalities should take it, and mine was one of them. I'm Scotty, half Scottish and half really? Greek. Uh huh. And and so uh, Scottish people should take it, and she said black people should take it, and she named several races, and so. I put my daughter on it right away, and my whole house has changed. <laughs> Praise God. And Russians, don't forget the Russians. My oh, God, I was married to one. Amen. But um, uh, it helps to uh, to ameliorate your mind so that you have that calmness, and calmness about you. And also, Jesus, the true baptism of the Holy Ghost, and putting yourself in the hands of Jesus... Yes. Whenever those spirits try to come against you, also helps you greatly. And so Absolutely Jesus, doesn't, Jesus knows your joy, name, buddy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. And see, Christianity is more about more than just casting out devils. Yes. It's also letting God build Christian character in you. And it's also doing his word in obedience. And uh, learning how to defend yourself, learning how to pray and intercede and do spiritual warfare and uh, stand firm and strong and understand that you're just a vessel, that Jesus Jesus is the one with the power. Amen. And speaking speaking of um, spiritual warfare prayers, uh, folks, we're going to be doing a program together, Dr. Pat Holliday and I, on... Saturday night at 8 p.m. It's going to be entitled Intercessory Spiritual Warfare. Uh, It's going to be a a teaching on spiritual warfare and intercessory prayer, you know, breaking down the strongholds that uh, are keeping Christians in Satan's grip and bound Mm -hmm. and laying some of the foundations, correct? 
Yeah. I taught on spiritual warfare in my church for probably three or four years one time. Wow. So I, I know a lot about spiritual warfare and uh, uh, intercession. And it's one of the most needed ministries in the body of Christ today. And uh, it's one of the most powerful ministries. It's a ministry, actually. I've known just a few real intercessors over my life. And they're very strange people. They're very quiet people. (laughs) And they're very deep people. And they just sit and they watch and... The next thing you know, they've gone to the throne room for you. But they're people that know Jesus personally. Yes. They know a lot of his word, and they know how to rise up in the spirit realm and tap into the throne of God for your needs and for the needs of the people that they're interceding for. And they're wonderful people to know. Because if you ever find an intercessor that's a true intercessor... They can crash through the walls, and they can crash through things that you've been praying for for years. They can just oh, really awesome. get get them right into the throne of God. I just love intercessors, and Amen. I like to intercess, uh, be an intercessor myself. The only thing about it is, you see, I'm busy transferring the knowledge that God has given me over the 33 years, trying desperately to get it to the body of Christ before he calls me home. Because as you tell everybody, I'm not a young person anymore. I look young, I think, but I'm not young. And so, you know, God called Derek Prince aside for the last years of his life. And he said, Derek, he said, put your ministry in books. And he did. And even though there are MP3s, and there's thousands and thousands of the MP3 tapes that we uh, have not been able to get up because we we don't have the help to put them on the um, the MP3. You know, you have to transfer them out of yes. the. Um, we've got uh, TV things and we've got uh, MP3s. You, I showed them to you when you were in the church. Oh yes, thousands of them, folks. I saw and, thousands of tapes that. Um, they just need the help to get we these. Need, we need uh, people that know convert. technical things to come to our church. We need finances to buy the products to get them. You know, the, those little MP3 discs cost a lot of money. They do. And uh, we, need, uh, we need people uh, to take an interest to, to transfer them. Because, you know, I taught in the seminary for eight years. And that was probably the only seminary in the country uh, teaching on deliverance. And I've taught ministers the deliverance ministry. And, you know, uh, uh, people listening, uh, when I say that Dr. Holliday is a pioneer, I mean exactly that. I say that in the truest sense of the word. She has been ministering in deliverance and miracle healing for well over 30 years. And there's very few people with this level of experience still alive. Derek Prince went on home to be with the Lord. Wynn Worley died in 93. Marcus Haggard, I think he died in 83. Uh, there's very few that have the knowledge base. This is like having an opportunity to study under a great samurai sword maker. And there's very few of those. Even today, there might be maybe two or three in the world left. 
And uh, not everybody can fold that uh, samurai sword over 20,000 times that it takes to make a fine fighting weapon. And so there's a lot to learn from Dr. Holliday. She knows from what she speaks. And uh, they need your help over there. I have went out there, and uh, when I'm in Jacksonville, I always love to go down to Fellowship, and we go out to uh, the afterglow at Denae's. So yeah. if you're in town, uh, come over for a great service. We'll go out and get a bite to eat afterwards. And uh, I've seen what uh, they have their hands on there, and it's uh, it's a awesome legacy of material. It needs help to see the light of day. Uh, and one example is you all just got uh, a book reprinted, Dr. Holiday, did you not, called? Yes, uh-huh. The City Under Which the Sea. Which doctor and the man. Yes. And, uh, and for, see, yes. Uh, I have uh, over 80 books, and then I have a lot of them that I've I've never gotten out of my computer. Uh, but what we need, really and truthfully, are cover illustrators. Yes. Uh, we need people that really know what they're doing to create a cover that sells. You know, a lot of people think that they know what they're doing, but they've got a program, and they don't know really how to lay that cover out so those letters uh, whop right into a person's face and they see the title of the book and it, right. it gets impressed on their minds and, uh, you know, proper layouts and things like that. And that takes uh, years of uh, practicing. It, it takes more than somebody that just knows how to work a, pro- a computer program. And uh, so I've got... Uh, I need covers. I need people that are spiritual. See, you can't give your book to a person that is a secular editor because uh, there's spiritual things in the book that, first place, won't make any sense to them. Okay. And then the other thing is scriptures in the book. And uh, they might uh, be somebody that's um, working in... um, that's working under this uh, problem of um, of reading all of these different versions of the Bible, yes. and they'll say, oh, I know a different version that sounds better than that. I stick to the King James Version because that's where the power is. Dr. That's Holiday, where the anointing is. It was him. in, uh, it's been in print unchanged for over 400 years. People gave their lives for it. Uh, Folks, that means something to me. 400 years in stone, it could not be corrupted. And um, the reason I think that people have such a problem memorizing Scripture, Dr. Holiday, and there's yeah. so much confusion, mm-hmm. is there's 20 different versions being brought into the uh, the pulpits and in the churches, and people switch around. And, folks, it's hard to memorize if you don't stick with, with one. Amen. I just got an email. You know, I just sent an email out to my email, and... Uh, Lucille called in, and um, uh, she says, uh, I, too, have been coming under attack. This is a sample of one of the five letters received from this person over the weekend. She believes Todd Bentley was of God and is into the purpose-driven Rick Warren. I was praying all weekend, and your word on Omega Man was so healing. I'm free from the power of the devil, too. Thank you, Sister Pat, for that healing word from the Lord. I have been, for, I have forgiven her, released her into the hands of the blessing Lord, which, which, by the way, is an area of talk right now 
because you see there's two two different people that are going to come against you. There's going to be the witch, the wizard, uh, people into the powers of darkness, and then there's going to be Christians that believe that you are of the devil because you're uncovering uh, false doctrines like the Kundalini spirit of uh, Todd Bentley and, of course, purpose-driven uh, Rick Warren. Uh, Rick Warren is um, into emerging church where they are teaching the people to take Catholic idols and uh, concentrate on whatever idol they want to uh, answer their prayer, like St. Anthony and so on and so forth. Uh, they're into idolatry, and they're Protestants, and also into the uh, prayer, soaking prayer thing, which teaches people to get up under music that's back mask and just get into a trance and soak, and, and of course demons take control of their minds. So there's a lot of things going on in the church where Christians are misled and think yes. that people that uncover these things are of the devil. But what they do is they pray against you. And yes. when a Christian prays against uh, another Christian, what happens to that Christian is they come under severe uh, uh, psychic attack, and they can feel those prayers coming against them. And there's two different ways. You can release spirits to go back to where they come from. But when you know that Christian brothers and sisters are just deceived. You just, as this uh, this person, you know her, by the way, um, uh, she has a very powerful deliverance ministry, but she, still, she signed her name under a different name, so I won't say who she is. Okay. But um, you know her very well. Yes. And um, uh, she uh, she's praying correctly because she uh, said... I have forgiven her. That's the first thing you have to do, and released her into the hands of the Lord. Okay. And what that? And of course, you bind the demons that have been released. Yes. Because and cage them, because when a Christian prays against another Christian, the devil will pick up those prayers, and he will take them to that other Christian and try to enforce them. And that's what gives you the feeling of being oppressed, depressed, and under attack. Mm, okay, that makes sense. You see? Yes. And, and now, when a witch uh, is praying, the demons will come, and sometimes they will appear in your room. Uh, there'll be two different ways of discerning those spirits. If a demon appears in your room, if the Lord opens your eyes that you can see that demon, the demons know when you can see them, and they will just fade away. If a witch or a wizard is soul-traveling traveling into your room, you will feel like a refrigerator came into the room. Okay, like let me you, tell you what I felt the other night. You can diagnose okay. it. Uh, so I'm, um, I hadn't gotten much sleep that night. I think I had been up till 5 a.m., Sometimes That's another thing that happens. <laughs> and um, I, I lay down, and I maybe had four and a half hours of sleep, and you know I'm, I'm going in and out of dreams, and all of a sudden I felt something cold next to my face, and I, my eyes were closed, 
and I could almost see the impression of a face right there. It looked like a Casper the Ghost, and it went, boo! And it was so loud, it resonated through my brain, and I literally snapped up with my eyes open, and I immediately said, I bind you in Jesus' name. It was like, Pfft. It was gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, of course, I felt that cold there and this loud noise. What was that? Okay, now, okay now let me tell you how witches operate. They, they and wizards. They operate on fear, and if if they can get one second of fear in you, a door opens, and then okay. they can get into you. So oh, no. what that was, it was a witch or a wizard soul traveling, and the boom noise was to wake you up in fear. It was loud. And they, mm-hmm, and they would have immediately tried to make an entrance into your spirit. Wow. And so. Um, uh, and praise just, God, I was armed. Yeah, you were I'm armed. I you in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I think I told you the story of the um, of the uh, spirit coming into the church and gliding down the church about twelve inches off the floor some years back on oh, your wow. radio show a couple yes, of weeks yes. ago. And uh, the it came up and said, "Give me the mic." The whole church could see it. And uh, it took the mic from the preacher and said, this man is a false prophet. Follow me. And the people were half out of their seats to follow the Spirit when the preachers thought, I'm not a, a false prophet, and rebuked it. And when he rebuked it, what happened is it, it just flew out the window. And so there's a testing of spirits that's not being done in most of your churches today. And unfortunately, a lot of your churches have gotten involved in supernatural spiritual warfare. And the testing of the spirits is shown over in John, 1 John, uh, where it says, test the spirits to see if they be of God. And um, any spirit that will not admit that Jesus came in the flesh is uh, Antichrist. Yes. And so... um, that's one way of testing the spirits. The other way is to bind the spirit and then begin to plead the blood of Jesus over yourself and forbid the spirit to stay. And just as you, when you said, I bind you in the name of Jesus, you took your spiritual authority, bound it, and it took off because right. it has to obey. I was but most groggy. people are not binding the spirits or doing anything. If an angel appears, they just believe that's of God. And if it says things that doesn't line up to the Word of God, because the Bible, the the Spirit, the Bible says the Spirit and the Word will agree. Yes. Amen? Amen. Now, let me ask you a question. Could I have said uh, that foul outfit, I'm going to teach it a lesson, because I said, Father God, in Jesus' name, I ask that you loose a, a war angel to go track that demon down and smite it with a sword, beat it up in Jesus' uh, name. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, you can either you can either uh, se- you can send it to the feet of Jesus. Yes. Now, where does she get that from? Je- when the spirit in Legion said to Jesus, don't torment us before our time, uh, let us go into the pigs. Uh, Jesus said to the uh, spirit, 
go into the pigs. He allowed them to do that. Yes. And he allowed them to do it for a reason, uh, for us to know that uh, sp- demons come to rob, kill, and steal, pe- uh, steal people's souls, yes. and they're destructive. And so pigs have no will. So when the demons went into the pigs, the pigs uh, sent the demons down the hill and, and to drown because that's what their assignment was. They have to accomplish their assignments. So they were trying to kill the the man called Legion, okay? But the demons know what the law is. They know what their limitations are. And they also knew that Jesus was God because they said, you are the Son of God. So whenever uh, the demons said, do not torment us before our time, they knew that Jesus had the power to torment them before their time. So, therefore, anything that Jesus could do, he released the same anointing, the same power, for us to be able to do the same things that he did. And so... Uh, Ephesians chapter 1 says that he's sitting at the right hand of God do, uh, giving power to us who believe. So as he distributes his power from the throne to us who believe, we can do the same things that he did as he walked on the earth. So we can bind those devils and we can command those devils to go to his throne because Jesus is the judge. We're not the judge. Jesus is the judge. And so when we say go to the throne of Jesus, what they're going for is to be judged, to be tormented before their time. Amen. Because they touched a child of God. Doesn't that make sense to you? It sure does. Praise God. It makes sense to me. And then there's another scripture that says um, that we shall judge angels. And I used to think that when we died, we were going to judge the angels. No, Jesus is the judge. He even is the judge of Satan because the Bible shows that Satan uh, in Isaiah is standing before the throne of Jesus, right? and. That's when everybody says, "Oh my goodness, is this one? Is this the one that tore the world up and destroyed kingdoms?" Uh, they're amazed because when they look at at, um, at when they look at Satan standing next to Jesus, they see the difference in power and statue, and see actually what the body of Christ has never realized is that Satan has no power except what men give to them. Oh, my goodness. Think about that. Now, first let me get through with the angel thing and I'll, and, and remind me if I don't tell you about his power. You see, if it says you shall judge angels, that means that these fallen angels that are coming and attacking us as believers are trespassers. So we are binding those devils yes. in the name of Jesus, and we are sending them to the throne of Jesus yes. for him to judge them before their time. So Amen. we're actually judging angels when Amen. we bind them. 
We're taking away their powers. Now, uh, what was that other thing? that We've I arrested them like a police officer does, and he takes them before the judge, and Jesus is going to judge those angels before the time. Uh, the other one you were going to talk about, Satan doesn't have power, the power. of his own. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about that a minute, because it, it fits into something that you wrote me last week okay. about the new Avatar movie. Yes. Now, I've got articles up on Scribd uh, under called Angel's Light. Uh, you may can find them under my own name. Pat Go ahead Holliday. and uh, also pause a moment, and let's give out your contact information. There's always new people tuning in, and folks, if you're tuning in, now, um, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got special guest tonight, Dr. Pat Holliday, a friend of Omega Man Radio. And give out your websites, Dr. Pat. Okay, my website is patholliday.com and uh, miracleinternetchurch.com. And uh, you can find my articles also over on Remnant Net, uh, Resource Network. Dot org, okay, and that's Pilgrim's uh, Paul Pilgrim's, Paul Pilgrim's page. Good man, folks, and, and also Scrib and Scribd. But yes. here's here's let's get to this power thing because yes. it's an important piece of information. In the garden, he had to get Eve to get in agreement with him to have power over her. And so he quoted the word of God and twist the word, and he said, Hath not God said, hath not God said that you shall be gods? Well, she had to agree with him before he could um, uh, possess her. And so then she went to Adam, and he used her to get Adam in agreement with her, Going against the uh, obedience of God, they had to get in disobedience to God for Satan to have any power over them. Now, how does that work out in our day? Well, you you mentioned uh, the Avatar movie to me and said they had just released it again. You can find articles up on uh, remnantradio.org. uh, or you can find it up on Scrib or even web my web pages. But here's what I want to tell you. By going to the movie, watching the movie, people are opening up their spiritual life to get in an agreement with that movie, which gives the devil permission for the demons that were involved in making the movie promoting the movie, and the message in the movie to come into their spirit. That's the way it works. Now, let me tell you, this thing works also concerning the New World Order. The the insiders put out movies of what they're going to do. They call it sci-fi movies. And before they do it, they put it in the form of a movie People go to the movie, their attendance in that movie uh, gives the New World Order Satanists permission to put that particular part of their New World Order into effect. And I can actually prove it to you. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, if Julie's listening, 
she can type it in on the chat page, the name of the movie. Uh, There's a movie that was put out uh, a year before Katrina happened in New Orleans. It's about oil and a hurricane coming and and destroying New Orleans. And um, I can't remember the movie's name right now. But that movie, she gave me a copy. I watched it. Everything that happened in New Orleans was played out in that movie, right down to the mayor of New Orleans saying exactly the words that he said in the movie uh, after the storm hit New Orleans. And so once they put the movie out, then the it happens in the real world. And I understand that there's also a movie out concerning what happened down in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. So the really? devil's half... Ha- yes, uh-huh. I'll I'll get her to email you the links to that. Maybe she's listening. You know, but Matt if Simmons, she doesn't, uh, she she copies all of our, our radio shows, so I'll tell her to do that. But the whole point that I'm getting at is Satan has to have the permission of men before and women before he can put in effect his plans. So whenever whenever the inside shadow government goes out to um to California and they uh worship that forty foot owl. Yes. Uh they uh have to get the permission of the people that are running the world. Bohemian Grove Be- folks. Pardon? It's the, called the Bohemian Grove and it's uh Bohemian about a month Grove, every July, right. isn't it? Uh twenty first of every July. That's right. And they have other times of the year they meet too, but they're at the Bohemian Grove, uh, and you can find that up on uh, the internet by uh, typing uh, typing Bohemian Grove in, but when they go out there, they get the plans from the devils of what they're going to do for the next year right there. I mean, it came out in Bohemian Grove that President Bush was going to be president before he was ever president. That's right. And so the the devil has plans, but he has to get the agreement of man before he can pull the agreement over on into this into the um into the realms of the world is what I'm saying. So in other words, if you're being tempted to put it on down so that it can be simplified for the people to understand, if you're being tempted uh to commit adultery your yes. will and your mind come together and and your flesh and it says no I will not commit adultery then you have not sinned but if you go and get in agreement with it then you've sinned and then the demon of adultery can come into you yes i've ministered to people over the years that have never had alcohol in their lives that grew up in a family where their mama and their daddy drink. And every time they get frustrated or get uh, in a position of anger or whatever, they can hear a voice saying to them, why don't you go get a beer? And I'm telling you, I've ministered wow. to, to, to people that have never drank in their lives that have heard that voice. 
And so all they would have had to have done is to go take the drink and they would have become alcoholics. I've ministered to people that have never committed a lesbian or a homosexual act that whenever they get in certain positions of emotions, heard voices say, why don't you just go with this man? Or they'll see a man and they'll say, isn't that man good looking? And they'd be a man themselves to cast out a spirit of homosexuality. And really what it means is it's come down their family line, hooked into them, but they have stood against it all of their lives. And so therefore they're not homosexuals, but yet they have that spirit. I have ministered to people that have had the effeminate spirit that never committed the spirit of homosexuality or lesbianism, but yet they look the part, cast it out, and immediately they start transforming into a man or, if they are a woman, into a a woman. Homosexuality is a demon. I've cast it out many times. Absolutely, folks. Uh, You're not uh, born that way. Um, You are infested by a demonic spirit. And um, you get rid of the demon, and the person can be normal again. That's right. Let me ask you a question, Dr. Pat. Let let me tell you a story about that after your question. Yes. Um, Let's say a person does not have foul language. You know, they don't curse. You know, everybody probably has cursed at one point in time, but let's say they're not, it's not, you know in their vocabulary, and let's say something, an accident happens, they uh, they smash their toe, they fall out of a chair. It could be anything that catches them off guard and just out comes a, a foul word. Yeah. What Immediately the repent. Yes. Immediately repent and get it under the blood. Say, oh, a... I'm sorry, Jesus, I put that under your blood, and then nothing can happen. But if you don't repent, the devil will continue to do that until you totally lose control and he will possess you. Could that be a demonic spirit, though, that's been kind of laying latent in the person and only comes out during a, a time of stress like that? Why well, is it, it that could they be a have spirit from outside the person that causes it to happen. Okay. Too. Interesting. Um, yeah. And we've also got a question in the chat uh, that I want to ask you after you speak. Uh, we've got a question that came in It says... Uh, what is the is there a difference between let me back up here um binding and uh casting out a demon absolutely Are they two different actions yeah binding a devil you're just tying that devil up you're taking away its power to uh, to do things and you're caging it you you you're arresting it just like if you like if you bind uh like if a man breaks into your house and you pull a gun on him and you say you stand there I bind you you're standing there with a gun on him he can't move then you call the police and the police come and arrest him yes. that person's in jail okay uh n- now uh casting a devil out is after you've bound the devil inside of a person and caged it, then you call it out of the vessel of the person, uh, then uh, that devil has to go to the feet of Jesus to be judged. That's what the difference is. Okay, another example might be uh, when you're talking about an unbeliever, and uh, you as a believer want to take authority over that demon inside of them, 
you don't necessarily want to cast it out because it would just come back in. If they're um, not, if they don't believe, it'll just come they back believe. in when they sin. Yes. Right. So what you could could do is you could bind them up, which is to handcuff them. You put them into a cage. That one's taken out of commission. Yeah. And um, that would be then different. Then they have than, to deal with their flesh. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then you you can ask God to, you know, um, take the scales off their eyes. You know, you bring them to salvation if He chooses to. And uh, I got an. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Uh, and that would be different than just uh, commanding the demon to go. And that's where it actually is going to leave the person. Now, you would do that with a Christian, commanded yeah. to go in Jesus' name, to the foot of Jesus to be judged for its time. Go exactly. ahead, Dr. Pat. And and if they're not believers, you lead them to Christ, and then you can do deliverance on them, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got another email here, and it says, Amen, amen. I watch no TV for for the past 30 years or go to the movies. It's Holy an cow. eye wow. gate and uh, that the demons can come in. I try to tell the body of Christ this and they poo-poo me. Thanks, Sister Pat. Now, I want to get... Thank you for that e- those emails. This is a good way for me to yes. get some emails and you too. But thank you uh, for that. But I wanted to get back to the homosexual spirit for a minute because... I want to tell you an interesting story. I got it in one of my books, and I've written 80, so I don't know which one it's in, but it's in it's in one of my books anyway. Appreciate um, the The guy, uh, I was on the radio. I've been on the radio for 23 years locally here. And uh, I was on the radio, and um, uh, this uh, uh, guy called me, and uh, he uh, said he was a homosexual, and he wanted to be free. And I said, well, you can be free. Come on over to the meeting. And he came over. And so um, I did deliverance on him. He got free. And uh, so one day uh, he he called me. And he said, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Pat, he said, I'm going over to um, a church. He said, it's an Assembly of God church. He said, I was going to the Metropolitan Church, which I was an elder in. And he said, one day the Lord spoke to me and said, uh, go to this other church. I'm not in this church. Yes. So he started going to the other church. But I hadn't heard from him for a while. And I said, uh, well, I just can't place you. I said, I can't recognize your voice. He said, don't you remember? He said, I'm the man that came over to your meeting from the radio station that was a homosexual, and you set me free. And I said, yeah, yeah, I remember that now. And he said, well, he said, "Uh, the Lord's been changing me. He said, um... You know, when I started going to the Assembly of God Church, he said he started uh, changing my appearance, the way I talk, the way I walk, everything. And I said, well, that's very interesting because you sound like a man now. You used to sound like a woman. And so what he said was, he called me a little bit later on, and he said, would you pray for me? He said, I have a date. And he said, this is the first time that I've ever been out with a woman. 
And I said, yes, I'll pray with you. And so what happened was he called me back. He said, we got married, and the Lord has called us into a ministry together. And so um, God changes you. Whenever you get saved and you start reading the Word and submitting your heart to the Lord, He will change you into the person that He's called you to be. And uh, there was another one that was along those same lines. And this time I was out in a church ministering locally in another county, and a guy came through the prayer line and... um, uh, he uh, looked very effeminate, had this very high voice, and uh, I said, uh, uh, I, I leaned over. I never embarrass anybody, and I leaned over and I said, uh, I, I said, you know, you have a perverted spirit, don't you? Oh. He said, yes, I do. And I said, would you like to get rid of it? And he said, yes. And so I just said, I command that spirit out, and immediately came out. He fell on the floor. I left the church, and uh, the next afternoon he called. And he said, um, do you remember me? And 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 I said, and he had this real high voice, and I said, no, I, I can't remember you. He said, you ministered to me last night in a church. And he said, uh you called a spirit of perversion out of me? And I said, yeah, I remember that. He said, well, I went over to the Inland Coastal Waterway and praised the Lord all night long before it's the first time in my life that I had been free. And I said, well, glory to God. And so then a little bit later on, he called me again. His voice had changed and had gone down. Wow to a man's voice. And um, he said, uh, my mother is over in McClenny and she's dying. He said, would you would you drive over there with me and pray for her? And I said, yeah. So I drove over to McClenny and uh, went in, prayed for his mother, led her to the Lord, came out, and on the way back, he told me, he said, my mother always wanted a girl, and he said, really? from my very early time, she would dress me like a girl, and he said, even when I got bigger, she continued, and he said, the more I could act like a girl, the more love I could get from my mother, so when I grew up, he said, the only people that would would talk to me were were homosexuals and gay people. And he said, so, he said, I I went over to um, live in the gay community, and I became a homosexual. And uh, so, uh, he also, the Lord, changed. There's another testimony that didn't come from my ministry, but came from Doug Fowler, who used to be the uh, big uh, charismatic in Jacksonville. Yes. And he was the first charismatic church here in Jacksonville. And he had a guy to come to his office. And when he examined him, he said, what are you? I've never seen anything like you before. He said, well, he said, I've had a sexual, uh, uh, 
how you say uh, transsexual thing. Oh, uh, he's had a uh, a uh, yeah, okay, a sex change. Yeah, and uh, so uh, he said, uh, man, he says you're just demon possessed. He said no. He said I was a woman born in a man's body. And he said no, you weren't. He said God doesn't make any mistakes, and. So he he said, you want me to get you free? He said, yeah, and he cast the devil out of him. Well, about six months later, Doug had a call from Mississippi. Yes. And uh, it was from the Full Gospel Businessman. And they said, Doug said, uh, this man is over here, and he's told us his testimony, and we want you to come over, and we want you... Uh, to tell us uh, what you did. You're part of the testimony. So he said he would, and he met him out at the airport. And there was this man standing there that shook his hand. He didn't recognize him. And he said, don't you remember I'm the man that came into your into your um, meeting? And yes. he said, he said, oh, yeah. And he said his testimony was that he went back to his home and Jesus Christ supernaturally took the falsies out of his breast. Wow. And he was looking just like a man, talking like a man, acting like a man, (laughs) giving his testimony to the full gospel. That happened back in the 80s, I guess. Praise God, he lost his falsies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, And see, God... God is very supernatural, but back in the 70s and the early 80s, there was a powerful move of God going throughout all of the country, and people were getting healed, and all kinds of things were going on back then. And now the church is calling a revival when they roll on the floor and laugh like a devil and squirm around like a snake. And it's not the revival of God. There's one way to know for sure. You can go up to that person who's on the ground and just say, I bind you foul spirits in Jesus' name. And they go, ah! And yeah, manifest. they'll manifest. <laughs> That's happened before, folks. So yeah, um, there's a true and there's a counterfeit. And so you need to have discernment. As we mentioned in previous shows, there are people that are admitted warlocks that practice in speaking in tongues. Yeah. Now, is that condemnation against the speaking in tongues? Absolutely not. It's just that what they're speaking in is not the true gift of the Holy Spirit, which we should all have and seek for if we don't. But there are also some that will practice in a tongue that um, if you don't have discernment, you might be fooled. And you'll say, oh, wait a minute. They're, they're speaking in tongues. They must be from God. And you didn't even know that they came in to infiltrate the church on assignment that night and get in there and cast spells when they got in the midst of the uh, congregation. So we're not... We're you not know Mormons have... talk in tongues. You know that, don't you? Uh-oh, they do? Uh, their bishops do. Oh, boy. Yeah. Excuse me for smacking in your ear, Dr. Holiday and folks. I'm uh, chewing on a uh, chocolate chip cookie. I'm trying Shame to be you. Uh, have patience over there. You know, the problem with me is I'll say I, I'm not going to buy anything because I usually eat the whole box if I do. Yeah. It's like I just can't have one chip at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. You know, when I when I put that into that salsa, I mean, you know, I might eat a whole bag, so I have to, I have to be careful and not even bring it into the... Uh, the office here, but uh, I just have well, one. We bind that up in the name of Jesus. Amen, in Jesus' name. Uh, we have about, let's see how much time we got tonight. Uh, we've got about 43 minutes remaining. Um, mm. 
little less than that. I'm going to be doing a show at 11, so I'll cut it about five minutes short. Uh, if you're tuning in tonight, we're going to have, uh, let's see, I'm going to be on special guest on Randall Demando's show at 11 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, so check that out at blogtalkradio.com. Uh, hi to Randall out there. Dr. Holliday, um, we've got a little bit of time remaining. Would you like to um, do some spiritual warfare prayer and, and maybe do a mass deliverance? Sure. And I want to give a I'd testimony to. before you do. There was someone tuning in who was a pastor that was listening to the last program you did when you did a mass deliverance, and mm-hmm. uh, he listened to it on MP3 and got delivered of a demonic spirit. He was praising God. And he's a pastor, huh? He's a pastor. He's a Christian. Yeah. Praise, Praise God. God. Every demon out is one less in. And also, see, God told me that a revival's coming. Yes. He said a lot of pastors are up underneath the uh, spirits of delusion and deception and bewitchments. And he said uh, many of them that he's going to set free. He's going to drive them to their knees in repentance. And then he's going to um, tell them where to go to get free. So the deliverance ministers out there, get prepared because you get it ready to get busy. Uh, most of the deliverance ministries that I know always believed that the day was coming when people would be running them down uh, seeking for God. The Bible says that. It says they'll run and grab a hold of your coattails and say, tell me about your God. Amen. And so we know that as Christians that that day is coming. It's not here yet. God told me that the old move has to die before the new move comes. Oh, And we're in the throes of the death of the old move is what we're looking at, where the great falling away happens. Yes. The new move will consist of those people that seek God with all of their hearts, and they will hear his voice come out of her, my people. And they'll follow the Lamb. So that day and moment is coming. So you must prepare yourself. Amen. So we uh, so we do not faint in that time. There will be many that will faint and fall away. We want to be strong and be ready to go through the battle. Well, let's pray about those people that have gone to some of those movies and taken their children to see the Chronicles of Narnia and uh, some of those people. Harry that, Potter, uh, Avatar, yeah, Harry Potter. Maybe and see, see, the there's a connection. Movies. And vampires and sci-fi. Yes, see, yes, anytime somebody goes off into the occult, let me tell you something. The homosexual spirit is there, and that when they go into the occult, then that spirit will open them up for homosexuality. Like all of those New World Order people, the insiders, they're all homosexuals. They go yes. out there as a bohemian club, and women are not allowed in there, and they all walk around nude. They urinate and defecate on the land They import nude. Uh, male uh, porno stars into the Bohemian Grove, where many of our government officials go, folks. Yep. Alex Gones infiltrated, and they do a, a sacrifice out there, and they get their marching orders from Satan, and they make That's the decisions. Right. Who uh, is going to be elected before you even get a chance to go to the polls? That's right. If that were not the case, well, they would remove the Electoral College, in my opinion. Uh, in my uh, opinion, go ahead. Amen. Well, Father, if you if if you're listening and you have spirits, 
just uh, the Lord will convict your heart. Plan to submit your life to Him forever if you go through deliverance, because if you go back, seven worse will come. Yes. And just say this prayer. So, Lord, I ask you to help my unbelief. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins and live in my heart and help me to commit my life to you. Help me to understand your word. And tonight, I am, and you say what it is that you did. If you're homosexual, just say it, and God will deliver you. If you're an occultist, just say it, and he will deliver you. Say, I ask you, Father, to bind these devils in Jesus' name. I'm in agreement with these ministers tonight. And in the name of Jesus, I break your powers right now in Jesus' name. And I command you that you will loose me. I bind up. Now, from now on, all I want you to do is take deep breaths or coughs. Have a hanky to cough into. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over all hereditary spirits, uh, uh, fearful of your parents. You forgive your parents if they ever mistreated you or whoever did. And I command those spirits to go. I bind all fear, ill health, sickness, accidents, hospitalization spirits in the name of Jesus. We break all the powers of traumas over your life, accidents, violence, frights, threats, rape, incest, heart attacks, fearfulness, phobias, nightmares, horrors. We command those to go into the cage. All of these spirits, witchcraft, occultism, uh, we bind hereditary spirits, rebellion, Freemasonry, mockery, skepticism, ritualistic, child abuse, spiritism, human sacrifices that's been done for your souls. Maybe you don't even remember it. We bind those things and break the powers and command them to go into the cage. We bind up spiritual divination, fortune tellers, if you've ever been to one, psychics, Whatever it is, the movies, ask God to forgive you right now. He will. Stargazing, horoscopes, zodiacs, uh, warlocks, witches, sorcery, hypnotists, enchanters. Uh, We bind you and disconnect you from any witches, psychics, uh, horoscope readers, all of them. Go into the cage. Just take a deep breath. And call them out in the name of Jesus. We break and all uh, Antichrist religious parents, uh, occultism, cults, uh, witchcraft powers, heresies, worldly speech, deceivers, worshiping statues, worshiping in the Catholic Church, the Pope. All of these spirits we disconnect you from. Humanism that you learned in college and school. Necromancy, clairvoyance, spiritism, mediums, yoga, peeping, muttering. We command all of those spirits to go into the cage. We bind up Antichrist. 
we connect to that black mass, high priest, unbelief, uh, Satanism, false religions, fear, uh, fear of opinions of others. We command those to go into the cage. Now take deep breaths and just breathe them out, cough them out. All of the spirits that you got from education of Antichrist, unrighteousness, intellectualism, false doctrines, consciousness, New Age movement, humanism, go into the cage. Just cough them out. That's right. Cough them out. Breathe them out. Spirit of bondage, addictive spirits, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, food, fear of death, servant of corruption, compulsion, iniquity spirits coming down your family line, uh, um, ten generations back, ten generations forward, bondage to sin, captivity to Satan, fears offered to Satan in sacrifices, multiple personalities. We break all of those personalities. We command the octopus water spirit to come out of the mines, cut all your legs off, and Leviathan, and we cut your tail, and you will slide right out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every personality that has been ministered into you and layered into you, and all of the hooks and the ties are bound, and we command them to leave right now in Jesus' name. Disorder, imagery, a spirit, a split personalities, films, reading, television, magazines, post-traumatic stress syndromes, seducing spirits, uh, hypocritical lying spirits, false prophets, false signs and wonders, deceived, seduced, enticed, wandered from the truth, fascination to evil ways, objects, or persons, repression, manipulation of others, visualization, uh, amnesia of forgetful spirits, fortune-telling, channeling, death spirits, and we also bind senility, Alzheimer's, and all drug spirits. If you've taken drugs from the past, we command that sorcery spirit to be bound and come out immediately with all of its forgetfulness, dependency, every devil that has come to rob, kill, and steal. We break your powers right now. You get into the cage right now. Take a deep, deep cough and cough them all out. Holy Spirit, go in with your fire and burn all the hidden spirits out. Take a deep breath and ask the Holy Ghost to fill all those empty places. That's right. And now lift your hands and start praising the Lord. Fill every empty place, Lord. Every empty place. Now take a deep cough and he'll cough the rest of them out. All. All to leave. Nothing to stay. The name of Jesus. The name above every name. Now just give peace in the mind. Give joy of the Holy Ghost right now. Joy of the Holy Spirit right now. 
And in the name of Jesus, we ask that you replace those spirits, God, with the with, with the uh, uh, spirits of uh, God, the love, the peace, praise, prayer, holiness, truth, peace, grace, the spirit of adoption, obedience, mercy, conviction, repentance. And uh, we give you the glory and praise, God, that the name of Jesus becomes precious and that you surround them with the wall of fire and you will surround them with warring, linking angels that will fight against every devil that comes to oppress. We forbid any reinforcing spirits to come and all of those caged devils to go to the feet of Jesus to be caged, uh, to be tormented before their time. And we give you joy, praise, for everything that you've done for us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dr. Pat, I'm going to go to a quick break. If you'll hold the line, and we'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Omega Man Radio. Give everybody a chance to take a quick break, and we have about 30 minutes remaining. Hear the word of God Almighty from Numbers, chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. Special guest tonight, Dr. Pat Holliday of Miracle Internet Church. That's an actual church in Jacksonville, Florida, that I would encourage you to go out and visit and worship with them there if you're in the area. And if you're not in the state of Florida, you can uh, go to MiracleInternetChurch.com or DrPatHolliday.com, and you can download a ton of awesome videos audios, uh, you can read some great reports, articles, uh, get a hold of about 80 e-books on deliverance, just powerful archive of uh, spiritual weapons, and um, support the uh, ministry of Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, Dr. Pat, you're back. Uh, I may have given out the second website incorrectly. Give me your second website out, please. Uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com. Okay, and you're a second? Mm-hmm. Uh, PatHolliday.com. Yes, drop the doctor out. And that's with two out. L's. Okay, when you go to the web. Now, mm-hmm. Dr. Pat is a uh, doctor, but when you go to the web, go to Pat Holiday with two L's. And I'm going to put that up in the show notes again for some of you new listeners. 
And um, Dr. Pat, I want to read a uh, I'll read a uh, uh, a warfare prayer okay. while we're doing some spiritual warfare here. And uh, Dr. Pat, we just did a mass deliverance, and I want to uh, take some authority against the enemy out there. Put them on the run tonight. Yeah. I want to do one here. It's called Loosing Confusion on the Enemy. Yeah. So, folks, just uh, agree with me in prayer because where two or more are gathered together, Jesus is in the midst, and uh, the power of agreement has mighty ramifications in the atmosphere when you get together and agree. Uh, in the name right. of Jesus, I loose upon Satan, his hierarchy, all strongholds, orders, plans, and demons, the curses of the Midianites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, and the Edomites. Mentioned over in Judges 7, 22 and Second Chronicles 20. Let panic, frustration, havoc, confusion, pandemonium, disasters, chaos, destruction, and the hornets of the Lord descend upon them. By the authority of Exodus 23, 28 and Deuteronomy 7, 20. May the wrath, hatred, anger, terror, fear, burning judgment, and finger of God prevent Satan's orders from being carried out. And right now, in agreement, Father God, we bind and cast out the demons in us and replace them with the spirits of God and his word. And especially we ask that the demonic strongman or rulers in us and our churches be replaced with agape love and that all demonic doorkeepers be replaced with joy, that we have peace and abundance. Amen. And uh, we're going to do a little bit of civil war in Satan's kingdom. Now, I'm reading uh, a scripture which is based on Matthew I mean, a warfare prayer based on Matthew 12, 22, 32, Mark mm-hmm. 3, 20, and 30, and Luke 11, verses 14 to 23. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command Satan's demons to fight against and destroy each other. Specifically, we command all marriage-breaking spirits and family-hindering demons to attack the spirits of Ahab and Jezebel. Amen. We, we command the demons of power and control to attack the spirits of pornography and eros, the spirits of violence and torture, to attack all the spirits of human subjection, degradation, and submission. Right now we command the spirits of riches and wealth by greed and covetousness to attack the spirits of lust for one world rulership, one world currency, and total control of the world system, and the spirits of anti-capitalism to attack the spirits of poverty, hatred for believers, and anti-Americanism in Jesus' name. Right now we ask God that you would let the spirits of war between the nations and the spirits of destruction, the hatred and anger, attack the spirits of political and spiritual blindness, rage, mockery, vengeance, evil political science and influence, the Illuminati, and communism in Jesus' name. Also, I'll add Islam. Let the spirits of Antichrist, the 666 system, and all false religions attack the spirits of Roman Catholicism and Masonry, the spirits of infirmities, sickness, weakness, deformities, and accidents. Lord God, let them attack the spirits of alcohol, drugs, nicotine, bad nutrition, and abortion. Let them destroy the spirits of mind control and darkness and attack the spirits of Leviathan and pride. And finally, Heavenly Father, we ask you to loose burning, judgment, and destruction upon all disobedient and reluctant spirits that fail to follow these commands promptly in Jesus' name. And uh, finally, I'm going to read one here. It's called Taking Grounds from the Enemy. And I didn't just uh, regurgitate this, folks. I'm not that smart. But I'm reading from a, a book called Warfare Prayers Number 4. 
uh, when Worley put out many years ago before he died, and I understand this was a, a powerful um, little booklet, so I've got it in my hands tonight, and I'm going to read another one. It says, uh, Taking Grounds from the Enemy. I take authority right now over every foul demon spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, you have no legal right or grounds to reside in my body, Dr. Pats, or any of the believers out there right now. Jesus Christ defeated you at Calvary 2,000 years ago, and now you must loose us and flee in Jesus' name. I ask your Father God to send your angels from heaven to execute this order of eviction. And Satan, you and your demons must vacate God's property now, or you will be forcibly removed in Jesus' name. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I break curses on both sides of my family, Dr. Pats and the listeners out there, back to Adam and Eve, which would interfere with our future happy marriages, families, our descendants, and our ministries. And right now we specifically break any curses of illegitimacy, which may be on any of us, back to ten generations on both sides of the family. And we destroy every legal hold, ground, and right that the demons have to work in our lives. And right now we bind and command all connected, related, and resulting demons to leave us now in Jesus' name. And also, Father God, we ask that you unloose warrior angels down right now to stand guard over Dr. Holliday, myself, and the listeners out there. We put a hedge of protection around us, a wall of fire, in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5 in Jesus' name. And right now we bind all the finances of the apostate ministries in Jesus' name and ask God that it be loosed to the true deliverance ministries in this last hour that they may go out there and set the captives free in Jesus' name and carry out your commission in Numbers 33 and 50. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Let me give it back to you, Dr. Pat. Amen. That was great prayer, and I agree with it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I also uh, want to say this scripture, Matthew 18, 18. Yes. It says, it says, uh, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or else, how can one enter into the strong man's house, spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man? Amen. And he will spoil his house. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever... Ye shall bind, or whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whosoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again, that was what? I'm sorry. But you see, the kingdom of God, and then there's another scripture that says that when Jesus delivers you, the finger of God comes upon you. Yes. So these are holy things, and that we're talking about and I would just warn the people that are taking this stuff lightly and rising up and and causing confusion and causing hate and division and things like that through their actions uh, I would warn you to be very very careful about attacking the things that God wants to do God wants the deliverance ministry to come into the body of Christ. He not only wants uh, uh, Shannon Lee and Pat Holliday moving in this gift, he wants the body of Christ moving in these gifts so that captives can be set free. And and if preachers see us acting like a bunch of little two-year-old 
people, uh, it's not going to happen, friends. So I ask you to get a hold of your flesh and begin to repent. Ask God to help you to show you how to handle things. All of us have gotten in the flesh at one time or another, but it's not a good thing for those people that are tormented and hurting to see brothers and sisters uh, rising up against each other. Amen. Just if you if you don't understand what's going on, just seek the Lord about it before you rise up. I had a man come up on my on my Facebook and he just started accusing me of all kinds of things that that that's just not true. He said, "Oh, you're a five hundred one c, and and you take huge amounts of money out there. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even take a salary. I haven't had a salary since I've been a minister. And, and so, don't come to me. I, I I fueled this ministry when I got hurt back in two hundred four. The Lord has kept the ministry open with." Um, I took a lot of money that I that I inherited from my husband and put it in the ministry. And I have fueled this ministry for many, many years. So you don't know what you're talking about. He said, oh, the IRS is going to get you. Got you on that one. Well, the IRS looks at my books every single year. That's why I have a 501c. And I do. It's not to screen the body of Christ for donations. We don't get donations from the body of Christ much. We minister to the poorest of the poorest. If you go up on satellite and you look at my church, it's in the poorest of the poorest towns. Right across the street are the crack dealers. Right down a little dirt street are the prostitutes. We feed the poor. We have ministered to the poor for 15 years since we've been in that location. Yes. We go to Africa. I pay my own expenses when I go to Africa. I don't care if the IRS comes and looks. We don't have any money for me to steal, friends. But the point that I'm getting at is that's the way the devil operates. He uses some stupid person that thinks they've got it all together, that have nothing together. And they say, oh, she's a woman. She can't preach. Well, I can preach. I've preached all over the world. And I've seen people saved and delivered and free all over the world. I've seen miracles. Oh, she can't do no miracles because she ain't honest. Well, I am honest. And you're the one that's dishonest because you don't know me from a hole in the ground, and you're out there spreading lies, you know nothing. I know you, Dr. Pat, and I've seen you cast out devils, and I've seen you pray for people and they've spoken tongues. I actually brought a friend who was going to kill himself when the collapse happened, and um, he was going to commit suicide. And he brought in his wife and his father and his mother and came in, and we brought him in for the mass delivered service, and... Uh, I saw them start to to demonize and go into a trance. And when the demons were being called out, we got them up for prayer, and you cast out demons. And they, the they went family. out of there. The whole family set free. And, uh, well, they need, of course, to come back and get some more deliverance. But uh, the, the point is, I've seen it. And, folks, uh, that's fruit. So uh, 
They don't know what they're talking about. Let me put it like that. No, it's just some ignorant person that thinks that they've got it all together, uh, just like a pastor wrote me. And he says, you know, you're an embarrassment to us talking about raising the dead and healing people. He said, that's embarrassing us. And I wrote him back and I said, Pastor, maybe you're an embarrassment to Jesus. Oh boy, because that's at least we're doing the Word of God. I said, we're doing Mark sixteen sixteen Matthew. We're doing what God told us to do. Cast out devils, heal the sick, yep. raise the dead. I said, how many devils have you cast out? Amen. He never wrote me back because he didn't have an answer to that. Amen. Uh, it might embarrass him in front of his denominational friends that are not teaching the true gospel anyway. But I'm out to get souls, friend. I don't care who I embarrass. I don't care whether they receive me, love me, hate me. I'm just out there to love you and tell you Jesus Christ loves you and he's Lord. And he can deliver you. He can heal you. He's got answers for you. And you need to just really get close to the Lord and listen to those ministers that are, are telling you the truth out of the Word of God. Those those denominational Christians, they've been preaching that crazy message for 2,000 years now. And let me tell you something. A lot of people are messed up because they haven't heard the truth. They have just learned it um, from sermonettes. They've recycled it. Um, they don't have the true anointing of God. Many of them, they go to uh, a book where someone else has written a sermon over the years, and they just read from it. It's, it's right. not a... It's not uh, expounding on the Word of God uh, with a with a Holy Ghost filled message, and you know there's no fruits. The well, only fruits know, is Bishop, what they're collecting for themselves in their offering plate. So, Bishop Kenko came to Jacksonville, and he was uh, ministering in one of the other churches here. Yes, uh, and it was going across the television, and a man had a death sentence from a doctor. And uh, he saw Bishop, and he went over to the church, and God instantly set him free. Praise and God. And Bishop Canco, he called him. The next time he came to town, he called him, and he said, Bishop, he said, I've been spending $150,000 a year just trying to stay alive. Wow. And said, God instantly healed me. And he said, I want to bless your ministry. And he bought him a $350,000 home. Wow. It's right here. Bishop Canco still owns it. Comes over every now and then and, and ministers in America. But the truth is that God can heal you. Yes. And God, you don't have to go to the doctors uh, yeah. to get a healing. If you've gone to them and you're not healed, try God. Try the Try the Word. I mean, God is powerful. He can do all things. I've seen him do so many things. So stop standing there and and talking against God's ministers. Pray for us. We need prayer. We're not perfect. Amen. But where we're imperfect, just lift up prayers for us, and God will help us in those little places where we're not making it. There's not one perfect person walking on the earth. Only Jesus is perfect. Yes. So we've all got our little pimples and our little warts. But, you know, I've seen God move, remove pimples and warts, too. I was told and I had so, a big booger in my nose. 
<laughs> well, you know, they can come out too. Oh, my you know. God. Yes. And we, we, we just love you. We enjoy ministering to you. We love you when you write us those emails and those um, letters that you send up there uh, while we're on the air, when we get off the air. God can do things that you've never seen before if you just trust him and just know. You know, when the Bible says that Jesus went up on that mountain, he said 500 people watched him rise up into the air and ascend into heaven. And Paul says, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God the Father. He prayed that God would give us wisdom and understanding and that that wisdom and understanding would be this key, that Jesus Christ, as we minister and pray, he releases his power to us who do believe. Yes. And then in, in Ephesians chapter 2, he says that when we pray, that we're sitting there in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. What more joy could we want? Why do we have to get all riled up because we heard a woman say that she's seen Jesus Christ raise five people from the dead? We should be rejoicing about that Amen. instead of writing nasty things on the web page about that woman. We should say, Lord, if you raised five people from the dead from that woman, how about doing that for me? Yes. I want to see some things happen. I want to see some miracles happen in my ministry. Why is it happening in her ministry? Instead of saying, she's a woman, God can't do nothing for her. Well, sir, let me tell you something. God released me from the curse just like he did you. And that means the same power that Jesus worked with on the face of this earth, he can work with me. And any other woman that believes, you just listen to those old Baptist doctrines and those eternal security doctrines as long as you want to. Yes. But as for me, I'm going to go serve the Lord, and I'm going to see God do things. Praise How God. How about you, amen. Shannon? I, amen. You got me fired up. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I'm telling you, folks. Uh, you got another busy. interview coming. Get busy. <laughs> Uh, it's not too you late. are busy. <laughs> we got we got time uh, to get out there and do something for the Lord while it's still day, and you can work, uh, Doctor Pat. Uh, we've got about uh, five minutes remaining. Go ahead and give you out your websites again, and tell people how they can get a hold of you if they need prayer. They would like to uh, find out how they can support the ministry. And by the way, folks, there may be someone out there who is an illustrator or a professional editor. Uh, Doctor Pat is looking for someone that can uh, provide some illustrations. For uh, some books that she'd like to get released, uh, City on the Sea and Witch Doctor and the Man, the story of her and Bishop Canco in Africa, uh, has finally uh, come back into print, praising God for that. And we'd like to see more of these comebacks. We need your help. She needs your help uh, to do this. So get a hold of her, and uh, as these become available, you can get them up at uh, Amazon.com. And we don't want somebody that just thinks that they know that stuff. Yes. What we want is... An, uh, a college-educated editor that's done it, and we want an illustrator that has books out there in print. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that they can do things that they can't do. And uh, just because you think you know English, and but you've never really had training in that, please 
don't don't send me information saying you're an editor if you're not. Amen. Amen. <laughs> or or an, an illustrator. <laughs> what good grammar uh, to mm-hmm. take place? Um, yeah. And if you've been uh, healed tonight, uh, if you've received deliverance, praise Jesus number one, and then because uh, if He doesn't show up, nothing would happen, folks. And uh, we praise God for the fruit from this program. And uh, like the other night, a man was delivered. He was a pastor when Doctor P- Holiday prayed. Uh, email us and let us know. Uh, Dr. Holiday, give out, uh, let me, let me give it out to you. It's, uh, Facebook, uh, Pat Holiday, or you can go Omega Man Radio, email us and let us know. Yeah. Or you can, and, uh, and, reach uh, her at her website. PatHoliday.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. PatHoliday.com, MiracleInternetChurch.com. Yeah. Well, we, we'd love to hear your testimonies. If you've got, uh, questions, um, you'd like us to, Get answered for you. Uh, she's going to be back on the program Saturday night. Write in and let us know. Email Dr. Pat That's going to be a prayer meeting program. A prayer meeting. Tell them what they so should expect. Get people involved. Or send it out to your mailing list. Yes. You know, there's some that say, you know, I would love to support financially. I just, I don't have any ability right now. Well, praise God. I tell you, we can do. You can, uh, you can pray. You can right. email. Become That's an intercessor. Right. Just spread the word. That's valuable, folks, and you'll share in the harvest with us. We need every bit of help we can get. So uh, pass the word. If you've been blessed, uh, let people know about it. If everybody would tell three people, Dr. Pat, we could be like, uh, we could have a million people tuning in. That's right. If everybody would just just join in and help. Amen. Carry the net from the other side of the boat to the new side, and we will have a revival. Yes. Praise God. Dr. Pat, uh, we've got... uh, Four minutes remaining. Would you close the program tonight in prayer for those? Father, I thank you for every single person that's listening. And every one of us have a ministry. And I ask you to open up their eyes to their ministry. It may be just ministering to their family and praying. It may be coming together with us on Saturdays when we come and pray. It may be... Uh, putting money into the ministries that are out there fighting the battles. It may be just encouraging, a note of encouragement. It may be just testifying. You know, the Bible says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and a word of their testimony. Your testimony is powerful. And so, God, we ask that you show each person what it is that you called them to do. Gird my brother up with strength as he's going to go into another show and and gird us up in our ministries and give us those anointings to run the race and we'll give you the glory. We thank you for the families of the people and we call them into the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, God bless you, Dr. Holly. It's always a pleasure. I always learn something and... Uh, I yawned really hard, so I know I got some more delivery myself. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll Jesus. see you uh, on the program Saturday night. I'm looking forward to it. That's right. Take care. You have God a great night, you. sister. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to uh, Dr. Pat Holiday of MiracleInternetChurch.com and PatHoliday.com. And uh, I thank you for tuning out tonight. You know, I didn't know that we would have uh, many people tuning in. I kind of made the announcement late. But I will tell you, God showed up and uh, the people came in. I mean, our chat room was just 
filled to the brim tonight. I praise God for it. Um, I'm going to set up a fast blast link to where you can uh, fire away questions during the show, and it'll get my attention. Sometimes I miss them in the chat room. Uh, keep them coming that way, but we'll try to get some other technology implemented that you can uh, interface with the guests. And uh, in addition, we'll start opening up the lines, making room for that. That's always great to have someone call in. But I'd like to have your testimony. If, if God heals you, if you've been delivered, uh, whatever it is, I'd like to hear from you. Email me at Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. That's my main website, OmegaManRadio.com. And I've got an email link there, or shoot me a, a link or Dr. Holiday over at uh, our Facebook pages. God bless you. Uh, tune in to Rando Mando's show. It's going to be starting in about two minutes on Blog Talk. Uh, he's asked me to come on as a guest tonight, so I'll be jumping over there here in a few moments. Um, God bless you, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night on Omega Man Radio. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Oh.